Thank you for joining me for today's Beast Watch News Update. News from the Internet's most comprehensive Bible prophecy news website, BeastWatchNews.com. I'm Kimberly Rogers Brown. Welcome to the Jerusalem Report. I want to start by talking about the integrity of this show this week. If you've been with me long enough, you know this report differs from mainstream and other alt media in two important ways. First, current events are examined under the microscope of Yeshua Yahweh Elohim's prophecies. The predictions of modern prophets are not used as the basis of my reporting. Second, I tell the truth about both sides, their faults, their weaknesses on both sides. The Jerusalem report truly is an unbiased report. I don't pander to the right or left, to personally liked or disliked politicians or world leaders. You deserve to know the truth of their biases and motivations. This report seeks to bring you biblical and unbiased information and I believe Yahweh has rewarded me for this integrity by giving me more understanding that I can tell you. I am not saying this to blow my own horn but to get to a point. What point? It is becoming increasingly difficult to get Google to show me anything but the Democrats version of the news. I have noticed this trend for a while. It became really evident this week that Google is skewing the news. My searches now bring up only left-wing media outlets. Thankfully, some of my life training was in working as a database builder and researcher. I know how to tease out information from the other side but I shouldn't have to work that hard to read what the right wing is reporting. The West is now in the clutches of the left wing communists who are trying to control all the news. They are marginalizing alternative media outlets, have taken over Fox News, which was the only right wing mainstream media corporation left in the United States, and Big Tech is trying its best to keep people from examining both sides of the issues. You have to ask yourself, if the left's view is so valid, why are they working so hard to keep you from seeing the other side's view? Because those on the left know they are liars and that you will see through their agenda and know that they want to change or even destroy your life as you know it. In addition, leftists are now focused on controlling the political narrative, but they will turn their ferocity on the religious and spiritual narrative once they are in full control. That will bring about the famine of the word spoken of by Amos 8.11. 
I am still viewing events through both the right and left wing lenses and with Yahweh's help am able still to bring you the stories as they fulfill Bible prophecies. The credibility of Beast Watch News remains intact with verifiable biblically based views wherein the sins on both the right and left are presented. And the Jerusalem report is where you will learn about what is really going on behind the scenes. Now to battleground election. This election is revealing what the left has planned for the right, starting with their attempt to perpetrate injustice toward half of America. I will share with you some information you may or may not know, then we'll show you how they plan to turn on right-wing Americans. Gateway Pundit is reporting that millions of votes have been switched from Trump to Biden or were lost. Here's the story. I doubt Gateway Pundit will mind me reading its entire article. It says, We've reported on numerous events in the 2020 election which are being referred to as system glitches in the media. Last night we provided another glitch, this time in Wisconsin, which if reversed would eliminate Biden's reported vote lead in the state. Tonight, we have obtained an unaudited analysis of data available for all the states looking for system glitches and other oddities in vote counts related to the presidential race only. Last night, we reported on another so-called system glitch, this time in a county in Wisconsin. Evidence was provided to us that showed that the vote totals for Rock County appeared to be switched between President Trump and Joe Biden. 9,516 votes were eliminated from President Trump and moved to Joe Biden. This 19,032 vote difference, when corrected, would eliminate Biden's lead in Wisconsin. In the post last night, we also identified issues we reported on in Michigan, Pennsylvania, and Georgia, where similar glitches occurred. We next attempted to obtain more data on this issue so we could determine how widespread this issue may be and or if there are reasonable explanations for what is occurring. Then tonight we were led to a site on the internet where someone who had seen our posts decided to do an analysis himself. In the piece, the author claims his work is a full list of votes switched from Trump to Biden or votes erased by Dominion, the vote machines used in many states across the U.S. The author claims his work has been verified, but we have not verified the results, so we currently are labeling his results unaudited. The author decided to obtain the data himself and perform an analysis of national votes switched from Trump to Biden and votes erased. The total amount of votes counted decreased by that amount throughout the counting. The author obtained data that has been passed around that was reportedly captured by the New York Times on election night.
By examining the data, the author was able to locate an instance where votes were switched from Trump to Biden, so he decided to perform an analysis on the entire data set, starting with the states where Dominion voting machines are used. The author also claims that the data is from Edison Research, and it is the same data that is used for election coverage by at least ABC News, CBS News, CNN, and NBC News. It is also used for the website of the New York Times and probably others as well. So you will have to go to Gateway Pundit's website to see the actual tallies there by state and county. Based on this initial analysis, over 500,000 votes were identified that were switched from President Trump to Joe Biden. In addition to this, another 2,865,757 votes were deleted. Note that these numbers have not yet been audited by us, says Gateway Pundit. We also have not performed this exercise by county in these states, which could impact the countrywide vote totals even more. More needs to be done. But what is clear, there are some very questionable transactions occurring within the voting machines and applications which need to be reviewed further because of apparent material issues in reporting. We know there was a tremendous amount of fraud in the 2020 election. Nobody was following Joe Biden and he had zero support. That's an exaggeration. And yet his vote count surpassed the greatest campaign in U.S. history led by President Trump. We are supposed to believe Joe Biden defeated President Trump and at the same time lost seats in the U.S. House and state legislatures. This is highly improbable. It looks like the Democrats did everything imaginable in their attempt to steal this election. The problem was they never expected President Trump to lead a record-breaking campaign and they got caught. More will be exposed. And further, according to Gateway Pundit, a reversal of the swapped votes removes Joe Biden's lead. This is contrary to what the alt-media outlet Ben Shapiro says. This is beginning to appear like a strategy used by the Democrats to steal this election, says Gateway Pundit. That's right. This vote theft by big tech, the collusion of the now leftist mainstream media and COVID were, I believe, contrived for this purpose. Rudy Giuliani is using the alternate media to report on the possible Dominion software's theft of this election. Left-wing media will not report his claims except to refute them. Here is a map to help you see where the fraud is taking place. 
Natural News is reporting that sources told them the CIA was in charge of running the vote theft operation with Gina Haspel deeply involved in straight-up treason. On election night, President Trump and hand-selected DOD personnel were sitting in a secure command room watching and documenting the entire election theft take place in real time. All the vote theft was recorded in detail and this vote theft was allowed to take place so that the deep state treasonous actors could be caught in the act. Big Tech, the mainstream media, and the CIA are all conspiring to try to gaslight the nation and falsely claim that Biden won, even as they all know the election was stolen via voting machine software theft. This is why they are rushing to remove Trump from office right now with John Brennan, Obama's former CIA director demanding Trump be immediately removed via the 25th Amendment. That's because Brennan and other deep state actors know they've been caught. Trump has all the evidence. In fact, he has a detailed transaction log showing the fraud playing out in real time. Some of Mike Adams' claims in this article border on exaggeration or outright misstatements, I believe. However, this election is the biggest and messiest in America's history. It is clear to me that the left-wing communists have perpetrated the most massive attempt to steal an election ever in American history. But there is another group who wants to take credit for bringing down Donald Trump and America's Democratic Republic in one fell swoop. The secular... Jews. It was the secular Jewish left that secured the Biden vote, according to Haaretz.com. American Jews decided the outcome of the U.S. elections. The evidence is clear and incontrovertible, it says. Lopsided Jewish support made Joe Biden president and tossed Donald Trump out of office. Without the Jewish vote, Trump would have won the elections and stayed on for another four years in the White House. Without Jews, Biden would have lost Pennsylvania, the same in Georgia and Nevada. This may be the first time in U.S. history that American Jews single-handedly clinched victory for the winning candidate. The left-wing secular Jews are as Jewish supremacy-driven as their right-wing religious brethren. They single-handedly brought down Trump. Now, isn't that amazing? The Jewish vote is only one factor, not the only factor in Trump's possible defeat. Trump did not lose this election. It is being stolen from him and 70 million Americans through a contrived confluence of left-wing media, left-wing big tech and corporations and COVID. The fact that they defeated a president who is described as the best friend Israel ever had in the White House highlights the well-known fact that the American Jewish community has far more pressing concerns than Israel. 
especially when Biden himself comes with impeccable Israel credentials, even if the Jewish right is already describing him and his party as deadly enemies. The author of this article in Haaretz, Kemi Shalev, is wrong that American Jews have more pressing concerns than Israel. The truth is that Israel becoming a religious state has been their primary concern. Trump has been pushing Israel toward becoming a religious state for four years. And these leftist Jews pushed back. That's all. Biden's impeccable credentials? Trying to force the Jews into creating two states within the borders of the state of Israel is impeccable credentials? The two-state solution is nothing more than a variation on the map of ancient Israel where the physical northern descendants are all put on a Palestinian reservation in the West Bank and Judah now gets the most territory. Flipping this map in the end of days so that Judah has the most territory is not a viable solution. Neither is going to war to deport all non-Jews from Israel because the Jews are only physical descendants of Jacob and Esau and the Palestinians are physical descendants of Jacob, Esau and Ishmael and neither of these qualifies to be in Yeshua's kingdom. They both must accept him as their God and king first. Who are these secular leftist Jews anyway? Secular is a convenient word used to define them and they are described this way in Israel. However, leftist Jews include secular, atheist and religious Jews juxtaposed against religious orthodox and ultra-orthodox Jews. Each has their agenda that I have written about repeatedly. The secular leftist Jews in America pushed back against Trump's advances to make the state of Israel a Jewish state. That is why he lost the American Jewish vote. I am not convinced that the Jewish leftist vote made a difference. The difference in this election is the injustice being perpetrated by the wicked Democrats against Americans they don't like. And in a little bit, I will tell you just how bad this could get. The Democrats want justice for them, not for all. And it appears they won't rest until they have seized power illegally and suitably punished those who disagree with their ideologies and the seizing of power. Now, to how the left is proposing to handle the right, win or lose. Out of this election will come the framework for persecution of believers in Yeshua, whichever way the election goes. The big setup is starting now with the left's new lists of Trump supporters that need to be destroyed. Jennifer Rubin, Washington Post writer, said on MSNBC this past week, It's not only that Trump has to lose, but all his enablers have to lose. We have to, in essence, burn down the Republican Party. 
emphasis mine we have to level them because if there are survivors if there are people who weather this storm they will do it again who is Reuben lumping in with Trump's enablers everyone who voted for him or just the House and Senate Republicans who support him or perhaps just people who work in his administration and what will the enablers do again disagree with the Democratic Party what does level them mean I will tell you in a minute hang on let me first point out that this sounds like a Holocaust statement to me a possible reason why 70% of the US population will die within the next five years if they get their way this is the problem with what the Democrat Party has turned into this is the communist China style left and there will be no dissent allowed you will not disagree or we will level you whatever that means Reuben further said they will take this as confirmation that it just plays to ride the waves look at me I've made it through and so up and down the ticket federal state and local offices the country has to repudiate this she said another person who commented on the rights choice for president was Michelle Obama she said let's remember that tens of millions of people voted for the status quo even when it meant supporting lies hate chaos and division we've got a lot of work to do to reach out to these folks in the years ahead and connect with them on what unites us it is Joseph R. Biden who has lied to the American people for almost four decades by pushing policies that lined his own pockets. It was him and his son Hunter who sold the American people and America's economy, its trade and military secrets to China through their BHR Shanghai Equity Investment Fund Management Company which was funded by the Chinese government the Biden family needs to be investigated for treason it was the Democrats who stirred the protest pot that destroyed millions of dollars of property and infrastructure across America and took the lives of police and civilians that's where the chaos came from and that's where the divide increased all of this was not from the Republican Party or Trump's White House but from the Democrats and the former administration but here Obama is attributing the Democratic madness to anyone who voted for Trump not only that Michelle Obama has urged the Democrats to get busy uniting the right wing with the left what will happen if the right refuses to unite with the left Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez tweeted is anyone archiving these Trump psychophants for when they try to downplay or deny their complicity in the future I foresee decent probability of many deleted tweets writings photos in the future as a matter of fact the Trump psychophants are being archived or rather tracked
And yes, we can look forward to right-wingers being deleted from Twitter and across the Internet in the future. Politico.com reported a group calling itself the Trump Accountability Project sprung up to heed AOC's call. Remember what they did, the group's sparse website declares. We should not allow the following groups of people to profit from their experience. Those who elected him, those who staffed his government, those who funded him. Okay. Now we know who Jennifer Rubin was talking about. Everyone who disagreed with the Democrats. Back to Politico. Rarely a healthy sign in any democracy. The enemies list started to freak out some normally unflappable Trump officials in the White House. At first I brushed it off as ridiculous, but what is scary is that she's serious, said a White House official of AOC's tweet. That is terrifying that a sitting member of Congress is calling for something like that. I believe there is a life after this in politics for Trump's officials, but the idea that a sitting member of Congress wants to purge from society and ostracize us should scare the American people. It definitely should scare the American people more than it scares me. That type of rhetoric is terrifying when you have 70 million Americans who voted for this president. It might start with Trump officials, but what if they go further? Before the election, when polls suggested an anti-Trump route, some current and former Trump officials seemed to be positioning themselves for a new era when they would be forced to shed their association with the president. One top official at the White House became a bit of an inside joke among Washington reporters for sending conspicuous private texts, taking digs at the administration and claiming to crave post-election life without Trump. <laughs> Some of the rat publicans preparing to jump off the sinking ship, cowards. And some Republicans found it curious when a recent RNC official suddenly tweeted his support of Biden the day before the election. Was he having trouble finding a new job? Did he move to Silicon Valley or Portland, Oregon? But the results, at least for the moment, have changed that conversation with more Republicans on the Hill and Trump officials now insisting there may be less of a penalty for service to Trump. Well, whew, we just dodged that bullet, yuck, yuck, as sweat pours from their foreheads and palms. Many Trump advisors now say they're not worried. A close Trump advisor did allow that some staffers could have trouble in pockets of corporate America or Hollywood. While Trump officials with good reputations and bipartisan relationships will likely land well in the private sector, other mid-level Trump aides might have to launder their experience by working on another campaign or two or finding a job on Capitol Hill.
Interviews with numerous current and former Trump officials review, reveal rather, that while the talk of lists and permanent cancellation bubbling up on social media is worrisome, few are taking it seriously. Some Republicans suggested that even for those on the right who might have been receptive to banning certain Trump people from politics, the lists themselves may have the opposite effect. The Democrats will face significant backlash for this, and as per usual, they've gone way too far, said a former senior administration official. Making a list of your political enemies and promising that they will get payback and people will go after them because they worked for a different political party is literally fascism. Well, this all sounds too McCarthy-like, Except it's backward. Instead of ridding the U.S. of communists, the communists are wanting to get rid of everyone who isn't communist. It would be wise to take note of who is leading the charge to make lists and do paybacks. The American leftist media. I went over to the Trump Accountability Project and was greeted with a warning that it is a fishing site. You bet it's a fishing site. I rarely get this warning online. The American conservative says that didn't take long, presenting the Trump Accountability Project. It shows an excerpt from the Trump Accountability website that I refuse to go into after the fishing warning which says, We must never forget those who helped further the Trump agenda. We should welcome in our fellow Americans with whom we differ politically, but the world should never forget those who, when faced with a decision, chose to put their money, their time, and their reputations behind separating children from their families, encouraging racism and anti-Semitism, and negligently causing the unnecessary loss of life and economic devastation from our country's failed response to the COVID-19 pandemic. They're compiling public lists of these people. Here's, you can see on the website, it says, We should hold accountable those who elect him, those who staffed his government, those who funded them. Under those who elected him is individuals who worked for the Trump for President campaign, Republican National Committee, and affiliated PACs in 2016 or 2020. Yes, we are compiling those lists, answered former Obama administration staffer Michael Simon, citing the Trump Accountability Project. Every administration staffer, campaign staffer, bundler, lawyer who represented them, every one. This is totalitarian, straight up. It's a freaking backlist. I don't know yet who specifically is behind this. A former Buttigieg staffer is claiming to be part of it. We're launching the Trump Accountability Project to make sure anyone who took a paycheck to help Trump undermine America is held responsible for what they did. 
glad. You know, they're not happy being called gay anymore. They have to be glad. The well-funded gay activist group has a something called the Trump Accountability Project. I'm not sure it's the same entity, but they are doing the same thing, compiling a blacklist. They say the Trump Accountability Project is a resource for journalists, editors, and other newsmakers reporting on the Trump administration, which catalogs the anti-LGBTQ statements and actions of President Donald Trump and those in his circle. They want the media to participate in the witch hunt. The leftist media is not only participating, they're leading the charge. It's important to understand the fanaticism of these people and how persecutorial and prosecutorial they are. John M. Ellis, a professor at UC Santa Cruz, writes in the Wall Street Journal, In this election season, it's almost impossible to find pro-Trump bumper stickers or signs anywhere in my town. The reason is not lack of support, but fear of vandalism or worse. People nationwide have been physically assaulted and even threatened with loss of their livelihoods for no other reasons than that they plan to vote as one half of the country does and political goals are now commonly pursued by violent means. They can't list all American voters' names on that list, but what they can do is what they have done. They incited violent protesters to kill Trump supporters. The Bolshevik Revolution was greatly bolstered by Lenin's use of the press. Also, that revolution was fought in the streets. The Democrats are using the same model. The lists are just the beginning, if the left gets its way. Harry Sevigan tweeted, Warning to publishers concerning signing someone who led a campaign to get Americans to hate each other. You will face a massive boycott led by the Trump Accountability Project, not just of this book, but your whole library. Harry Sevigan is the former National Press Secretary for the DNC, the Democratic National Committee, and he served as the senior spokesman for the Barack Obama presidential campaign. A further definition of AOC's hit list comes from thepostmillennial.com. The site is a self-described permanent record, it says, of those who elected the president, including Trump campaign staffers, Republican National Committee members, and affiliated PACs in 2016 or 2020. Individuals who donated a significant amount, 1,000 or more, in efforts to re-elect the president and related campaign committees are also blacklisted, this report says. Others who worked in the Trump administration endorsed the president in a public light, who appointed or who were appointed to federal boards, commissions, or the judiciary and staffed law firms that represented the Trump name in any capacity are named. Shortly after the project received sharp criticism on social media, 
Advertisers changed the site's main blurb explaining the endeavor's purpose. Organizers clarified that the list was intended to oust paid backers of the Trump administration, axing the stipulations of those who served him, those who represented him, and those who supported him. The growing compilation was initially published before the group privatized the extensive Google Sheets document captured by Internet Archives. Tabs separate categories such as campaign staff, administration, appointees, donors, law firms, endorsers, and denouncers. Under administration, senior advisors in the White House are tallied all the way down to the chief calligrapher. The denouncers section points to Miles Taylor, the low-level bureaucrat anonymous source published and promoted by the New York Times as a senior administration official. Supreme Court Justice Amy Coney Barrett tops the appointees division. We're launching the Trump Accountability Project to make sure anyone who took a paycheck to help Trump undermine America is held responsible for what they did, former Pete Buttigieg National Surrogates Director Emily Abrams wrote before her account went private. Deranged never-Trumper Jennifer Rubin also tweeted her desire for a blacklist of Trump supporters. NER now promoting rejection of an election or calling to not to follow the will of voters or making baseless allegations of fraud should never serve in office, join a corporate board, find a faculty position, or be accepted into polite society. She threatened, we have a list. If you hire someone who remained with the Trump admin after the election, be on notice you will be held accountable by Midas Touch and we will ensure you are exposed, warned Garagos and Garagos partner Ben Masalis, who represented professional football player turned Black Lives Matter activist Colin Kaepernick in his highly publicized lawsuit against the NFL. One brand of communism will win over the other one. Right now, Americans are caught in the mess with no way out but through. It doesn't matter, practically speaking, which side wins because they will both bring persecution to believers in Yeshua later on. And now let's turn to China and the bidding of Biden. The release of COVID was likely, and I say likely, a planned event by Joseph R. Biden and his Democrat cronies to cause Trump to lose favor with Americans. To ensure the success of this plan, left-wing media was used to spout the narrative that COVID was all Trump's fault and to blame him for not doing anything, which was a lie. The media is in collusion on COVID as social media platforms shut people out of their accounts for telling the truth about the pandemic. I saw this kind of scenario coming about three years ago and stopped posting on Facebook, Twitter, and elsewhere. 
I posted videos on YouTube for a while until I was threatened with the loss of my account for telling the truth about the Jewish Mystery Babylon agenda. Now I host my own videos and thumb my nose at YouTube, Vimeo, VODTube, and others. What I am about to describe is how I believe Joe Biden further betrayed not only America but the entire world, causing 1.28 million deaths so far and sickening over 52 million people so far. This is a bold claim and I know that, but I believe I can substantiate it using credible news sources. Let's connect the dots by first looking into this article from Natural News. It's now abundantly clear that the real purpose of the engineered COVID-19 bioweapon was to allow Democrats to steal the election via mail-in ballot fraud. By deploying the coronavirus weapon in China and allowing it to spread globally thanks to the World Health Organization and left-wing media calling Trump a racist for trying to close flights from China, the globalists were able to engineer long-duration lockdowns across America in defiance of medical or scientific justification. The real purpose of these lockdowns was threefold. Crush the domestic economy and blame Trump for poor economic performance. Cancel in-person voting and justify mail-in ballots allowing massive election fraud by Democrats. Keep children home from school allowing them to vote by using the mail-in ballots that were sent to them by the Dems. Yes, children were filling out ballots and voting for Biden. As I already said, it is one thing to postulate possible collusion between Joe Biden and the Chinese government to use COVID as a way to overthrow Trump. It is quite another to prove it without falling into the conspiracy theory realm. Let's see if there is even a hint that China has high expectations of destroying the U.S. in the next five years under Biden. On November 3rd, 2020, TheDiplomat.com wrote, For policymakers in Beijing, the victor of the U.S. presidential race matters less than one might imagine. Regardless of the outcome of Tuesday's vote, the Chinese Communist Party, CCP, sees itself as the ultimate winner. China's leaders continue to see the post-COVID world as theirs for the taking. For the Chinese, it is the post-COVID world that is helping them. This constitutes anecdotal evidence. For China, having used COVID for election interference, it also implicates Biden in possible election fraud. And if these allegations I am making are true, the Chinese and Joe Biden have committed global genocide. It is possible 
that China plans one of two moves in the next five years running up to 2025, either take America by having her handed over via Joe Biden or through war with the United States on U.S. soil. TheDiplomat.com further says China declared that Today, the world is experiencing great changes not seen in a hundred years, including a profound adjustment in the international balance of power. Those phrases are the CPP's jargon for the perceived rise of China's power and the decline of the United States. They have been used since 2017 when Trump took office, but their appearance in an official CCP communique highlights an important level of consensus. It appears that COVID-19 has only strengthened China's confidence in its continued rise. The CCP's belief that the balance of power is shifting in China's favor is explicitly linked to structural shifts accompanying the 2008 global financial crisis, Jude Blanchett wrote in his analysis for Center for Strategic and International Studies. The financial crisis, which began in the United States and impacted China less than other large economies, bolstered confidence in the Chinese system. It also sparked a spate of commentaries on the decline of the West and the United States. The COVID-19 pandemic looks set to function in a similar way, further entrenching CCP's leadership's belief in the inevitable nature of both China's rise and the United States' fall. There is no difference between my claim and the claim made by Mike Adams in Natural News and TheDiplomat.com, except one. I came right out and said it, whereas they only hinted at China's use of COVID to defeat Trump in 2020. As Rush Dashi wrote in a recent article for Foreign Policy, the global financial crisis of 2008 convinced Beijing that the United States was weakening and China changed its strategy as a result. Now that's happening again. According to Dashi, we are now living through a third strategic shift in China's foreign policy thinking. The new Chinese grand strategy is focused on expansion. It seeks to spread China's influence beyond Asia and contest the foundations of U.S. global order. Recall my article on the Chinese Belt and Road Initiative a few weeks ago for more information on this and how China is expanding in Central and South America. As Dashi points out, Chinese scholars believe that Trump has accelerated the U.S. decline, but it will continue regardless of who is in office. In other words, the election results matter less to Beijing than it may appear. When she declared that China is in the best development period since modern times in 2018, he meant it regardless of the 2020 election results. This self-confidence is bolstered by Xi's renewed insistence on the relevance of Marxist 
theory. In the Marxist view, history is an inevitable march toward a single destination, the triumph of communism. And if history is inexorably marching toward the great rejuvenation of the Chinese nation, as many in Beijing appear to believe, then it doesn't really matter who the next U.S. president is. In other news, Chinese President Xi Jinping has yet to formally congratulate Biden on beating Trump and Beijing has indicated that it doesn't plan on doing so as long as Trump continues to dispute the election result, according to Fortune.com. Beijing has, throughout the election, stuck to a position of not commenting directly on what it says is an internal American political issue. Now, China has not expressed elation at Biden's media declared win, and they are right to not do so. It really doesn't matter who wins because China plans to make its move whether it is within the next five years or later. These Diplomat.com and Fortune.com analyses would seem to not implicate Biden in cahoots with China, except for one thing. China is set to get so much more with Biden in office. You have to ask yourself, why is she being so discreet? Could it be so that Biden won't be beset by the same charges brought by the Democrats against Trump in the Russia scandal? Is it to prevent the Republicans from suggesting that China and Biden together rigged the U.S. elections? The argument can be made that China's reticence to applaud Biden has the appearance of trying to keep whatever secrets there are hidden between Xi and Joe. The less waves China makes, the less people will think to look in that direction, hopefully. From smh.com.au The Biden presidency is expected to refocus the U.S. attention on multilateral institutions and security while also developing a more orthodox approach to the White House. Beijing is in no rush to call it before it has to, not to mention that China has suppressed the virus and is now on track to become only one of two major economies to grow this year. China is certainly getting a lot of economic traction from its COVID release. Okay, these statements hint at what I think, but they don't prove that Joe Biden enlisted the Chinese government to release COVID in order to seize global power for the U.S. Democrats. Let's see where else I might find agreement that Biden and China rigged the U.S. election. From the NewYorkPost.com, China Joe and Beijing Biden. <laughs> China Joe and Beijing Biden could be more than pejorative nicknames Trumpers throw at the Democrats' nominee. It turns out there is some evidence behind the gamesmanship. Now we're getting somewhere.
A new national intelligence report says foreign adversaries have their presidential preferences and are trying to tilt our election. Among the findings, China and Iran want Biden in the White House while Russia favors the incumbent. Dems and their media handmaidens can't quit their shared passion for picturing President Trump as a Russian agent. The New York Times and Speaker Nancy Pelosi, the frick and frack of the far left, insist that the Russian role is so much larger and more effective than that of either China or Iran. How would they know? Why, naturally, anonymous sources, those officials briefed on the intelligence, said the Times. The Times said this. In its latest effort to carry water for the anti-Trump deep state, both also doubt the accuracy of the Biden findings with the Times suggesting without evidence that the push for Biden was included as a political sop to Trump. Pelosi told Fox News that the analysts tried to blanket it with the Chinese. They said, prefer Biden. We don't know that, but that's what they're saying. But they're not really getting involved in the presidential election. Really? The China preference for Biden also makes perfect sense. During his long career in Washington, Biden was the sort of Washington man China could count on to support its goal of becoming an economic power. He endorsed virtually every trade deal with China that hollowed out American manufacturing, the same deals that Trump campaigned against and has been revamping. In July alone, Trump sanctioned Chinese leaders for abusing human rights, arrested alleged spies, and ended special privileges for Hong Kong. There's no reason to believe Biden would have done any of that. In fact, his team is suggesting he wants to get the relationship back on an even keel. In reality, that means back to where China was ripping us off. Moreover, the Obama-Biden administration was maddeningly passive as China expanded its military aggression in the region. The talk of a pivot toward Asia was never more than talk. Then there's the smelly deal Hunter Biden made with a Chinese firm connected to the government and thus connected to the Communist Party. Expect to see Trump ads featuring pictures of Hunter getting off Air Force Two, traveling with his father to pad his own pocket. Now, do you think it's possible, and I'm only saying possible, that China, at the behest of Joe Biden, might have released COVID so both of them can get what they want and America sliding toward collapse for China and a minimum of four years at the helm of the world's superpower to feed Joe's big ego. There are some other leaders that have not congratulated Biden yet, notably Mexican President André Manuel López Obrador and Brazil's President Jair Bolsonaro. AMLO is 
probably waiting to see if he needs to backpedal from the USMCA trade deal so Mexico doesn't get left out of any new goodies or get attacked by the new Biden-Chinese administration. And Yair Bolsonaro is a religious Jew and, like the Israeli religious Jews, is understandably sad that Trump's possible loss may signal an end to their hopes of Jewish supremacy. America is unlikely to recover quickly from this year's election battle, if at all. The political battles will teach both sides how to proceed against believers in Yeshua in the future. And as China grows on the world stage and the U.S. news and social media favor Chinese communism, look for the left's hatred of all things Republican to expand their lust for blood. Right now, the battles remain political. One day, they will become religious, especially where Yeshua is concerned. Chinese communism won't allow any religious ideologies to live. Russian Jewish communism will allow only the Jewish state's religious ideology to live. And, as America goes, so goes the world. Now, let me give you some words of encouragement. Deuteronomy 7:18. You shall not be afraid of them, but you shall well remember what the Lord your God did to Pharaoh and to all Egypt. Jeremiah 1:8. Be not afraid of their faces, for I am with you to deliver you, says the Lord. Jeremiah 42:11. Be not afraid of the king of Babylon, of whom you are afraid. Be not afraid of him, says Yahweh, for I am with you to save you and to deliver you from his hand. 1 Peter 3, verses 14 to 16. But, and if, you suffer for righteousness' sake, happy are you and be not afraid of their terror neither be troubled but sanctify Yahweh Elohim in your hearts and be ready always to give an answer to every man that asks you a reason of the hope that is in you with meekness and fear having a good conscience that whereas they speak evil of you as of evil doers they may be ashamed that falsely accuse your good conversation in Messiah. That's it for this Beast Watch News update. This is Kimberly Rogers Brown signing off. Click over to BeastWatchNews.com for full comprehensive coverage of all the headlines fulfilling end of days Bible prophecy.